All eyes once again on the Durham School Board tonight as they gather at 6 p.m. for an emergency meeting to try to resolve the ongoing pay dispute that's led to multiple staff walkouts and school closures over the last two weeks. The issue started with an accounting error last summer that led to many staffers being given raises that weren't covered by the district's budget. Now the district needs to get back under budget, but the most obvious solutions all involve cutting pay for teachers and staff, who most Durham residents agree are already underpaid to begin with. So, residents and district employees are urging the board to come up with a less obvious solution that preserves the raises. That conversation continues tonight at 6. In the meantime, teachers and staffers, as well as community members, are continuing to rally in support of the employees. No walkout scheduled today, but instead, staffers and community members will be staging walk-ins at about 30 schools, gathering outside at the start of the day and walking in together as a show of support. In Carborough, the town council met last night and voted 4-2 to to extend the Chapel Hill-Carborough water and sewer boundary south along 15501 to the Chatham County line, part of a long-term plan to allow for more density and affordable housing along that busy corridor. Among the organizations pushing for that move was the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill-Carborough. Here's Chamber President Aaron Nelson speaking in last week's Forum on the Hill. It is current conversation about whether to extend the water and sewer boundary. In order to do so, Chapel Hill, Carborough, Hillsborough, Orange County and Owasa all must agree. Chapel Hill has agreed. They voted 8 to 1 to support modifying the water and sewer boundary agreement. Carborough will take it up next week. It will go to the county after that and then on. Uh, that will give the right to extend water and sewer. Still, it will t- it'll be expensive. It will be borne by the developer, but it opens the possibility of more housing, which we desperately need. And I think it's a remarkable opportunity for that one mile between Southern Village and the Chatham County line to be a place where we put workforce housing so close to the university, so close to an employment center with all of the right infrastructure. That's Aaron Nelson speaking there. That vote last night was expected to be the highest profile item on Carborough's agenda, but controversy developed earlier in the meeting on a vote that was assumed to be a formality, a proposal to rename Carr Street to Braxton Fushi Street. Fushi was Carborough's first black town board member, while Julian Carr was a notorious white supremacist. But residents on the street turned out in force to object because they hadn't been notified about the name change until it was almost a done deal. In spite of those objections, though, the town council did approve the name change unanimously. In Raleigh, the state's insurance commissioner has rejected a request from insurance companies to allow an average 42% hike in homeowners insurance rates next year. Commissioner Mike Causey issued a statement yesterday saying his office got more than 24,000 comments on the proposal, most of them very negative, and he doesn't think there's evidence to justify such a drastic increase. Drastic is a direct quote. The rate hike request is unusually high, but the process is not. Causey has typically rejected insurance companies' initial request in past years as well, and then state officials sat down with the companies to negotiate a lower rate. For their part, the insurance companies say the rate hike is necessary because of inflation combined with the increased risk of climate change affecting homes on the coast. Back in Chatham County, the sheriff's office offered an update yesterday on a recent case of animal cruelty. This week, two animal rescue organizations helped remove more than 150 dogs from alleged puppy mill in Bear Creek. Sheriff's officials described the conditions as deplorable, saying several dogs had died by the time they first arrived two weeks ago. Animal Rescue Corps and the Bissell Pet Foundation helped remove the animals. They'll now go to a rescue facility for more care. Alicia Culberson was arrested earlier, and Kelly Priva was arrested yesterday. They both faced 10 charges of animal cruelty. 
Closer to Pittsburgh, Chatham County is set to experience a lot of growth, especially with big new business developments from VinFast and WolfSpeed and more. What do those developments mean for the region, and what do they mean for Orange County? Orange County Economic Development Director Steve Brantley addressed those questions during last week's Forum on the Hill. I think it's a mix for our community in terms of Chatham County's growth, representing opportunities, uh, additional employment center locations for our residents, commerce and other retail opportunities there. Uh, But at the same time, it it represents competition and challenges. Uh, It's becoming a very viable alternative location for for housing, whether it's executive housing or affordable housing for labor. Uh, Orange County's unemployment rate for the month of December is now a very low 2.6%. And when you have companies like VinFast, the Vietnamese automotive EV car operation under uh, construction, when you have them getting ready to fill 7,500 jobs, which is what they announced, that's going to compete against a regional and certainly an Orange County labor need in that regard. I think it's going to certainly see 15501 south of the Orange County line all the way to Pittsburgh develop. If a hotel is looking to to say, where am I going to build the next Hampton Inn? Do I build it in Hillsborough? Do Do I build it at Chapel Hill or Carborough? Or do I build it in Pittsburgh? I I think we need to watch that. That's Steve Brantley speaking there. You can listen back to last week's entire forum by visiting chapelboro.com slash forum on the hill. And visit Chapelboro for even more local news, including details about a trio of town hall meetings being hosted over the next month by Danielle Jones, the new superintendent of Orange County Schools. Time is 6.17. Time now for sports brought to you this hour by Coldwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston. Commentators warned about a letdown game for Carolina men's basketball after their dramatic win over Duke. And unfortunately, that happened last night as the third-ranked Tar Heels came out flat and lost to Clemson 80-76. Tigers jumped out to a 15-2 lead, led by as many as 16 late in the first half. UNC came all the way back to tie it at 70 late in the second, but then a few key turnovers and a few missed shots allowed Clemson to pull away in the end. Armando Baycott led the way with 24 points and 13 rebounds, but the Heels as a team shot just 37% from the floor. After the game, multiple Carolina players acknowledged a lack of preparation after Saturday's big win, including head coach Hubert Davis. I didn't particularly enjoy or like you know, our practices leading up uh, to the game tonight, and it's the thing that I, that I told them in the huddle um, the first time out in the at the beginning of the game that you know it's just not about X's and O's there's nothing from a basketball standpoint we can talk about until um, the energy and the and, and the effort and the enthusiasm rises and if that would rise and things would change and then we could start talking about basketball and so um, in order to win a game like this just didn't play well enough and you really have to compliment Clemson and the, and, and the way that they played and they're a really good basketball team and ex- extremely well coached and they were they were deserving of winning tonight and super davis there next up for unc a trip to coral gables to face miami on saturday elsewhere in sports unc baseball checked in at number 15 in the preseason coaches poll outfielder anthony d'onofrio was named a second team preseason all-american by the national collegiate baseball writers association this will be d'onofrio's first season in chapel hill he spent the last two years at quinnipiac big honors also for tar heel sophomore sonny santiago he was just named ACC Wrestler of the Week after upsetting sixth-ranked Ed Scott in a meet against NC State last Friday. 
And in women's lacrosse, good news and bad news for the Tar Heels a few days out from the start of the season. UNC was picked to finish third in the ACC by a vote of the league's coaches, and preseason all-conference honors went to Emily Knowles, Olivia Dirks, and Marissa White. But inside lacrosse reports, Marissa White is out for the entire season with an injury, along with Brooklyn Walker-Welch and Chloe Humphrey. That's a huge blow for the Heels, as inside lacrosse rated Walker-Welch is one of the top 10 players in the nation, and Humphrey as the top-rated freshman, and of course, Marissa White just got preseason All-ACC honors. UNC's season begins this Saturday without those three players on the road at James Madison, James Madison number six in the preseason poll. Finally, in hockey, a loss for the Carolina Hurricanes last night, 3-2 to to Vancouver in their first game back from the All-Star break. Canes are back in action tomorrow night, hosting the Avalanche at 7.